Peace and love, everyone. It's your girl, Mama O.D., and this is my first podcast, so this is just going to be an introduction of who I am for those who do not know. So, first of all, my name is Odessa Lewis Bay. My married name is Odessa Noble L, but I only use my married name when it's time to do business. In all other business, it in all personal life, excuse me, it is Odessa Lewis Bay. Um, I am a mother of four. I am an ordained priestess. That means that I can perform weddings and funerals and christenings, okay? I'm also a doctor of metaphysics, which means I specialize in whatever topic I want to specialize in. Um, I am self-taught with damn near everything I know. I have a few certifications like in master herbalism and I'm working on Um, Becoming a full spectrum doula. That means someone who can be with you when you are trying to conceive, when you are pregnant, when you are having birth, postpartum, and death doula. Um, I'm also uh, certified as an abortion specialist. Okay, so that means I got the plug on the home abortions. Um. So I'm here really to just kind of talk like I have lots of information to share. Um, I have a few businesses, um, Herbal Ambrosia and Divine Intervention. Um, I have a website where they are. You can um, order my services on www.mamaodismagic.com and magic is spelled M-A-G-I-C-K. So mama, M-A-M-A-O-D-I-S-M-A-G-I-C-K.com. And that is where all my services are, like my meditation classes, my alchemy classes. Um, I have some shadow work sessions, mentoring, all of that on my website. And I also have an Etsy website where my products are and consultations are available. And I guess I'll post the link with wherever I'm posting this at. I haven't decided how exactly I'm going to work this out, but I'm trying it. Okay. Too many people like, oh, Desi, you need to start a podcast and talk about some shit. So here I am on a podcast talking about some shit. I mean, here it is. Um, so, you know, today I just want to tell y'all about myself, you know, why I chose spirituality as, um, my main focus, um, you know, and what I seek what I'm seeking to do, you know, um, you know, I could start with my life story, right? So I was born in Washington, DC, born and raised. Um, my parents divorced when I was two, that was a traumatic moment. Um, I almost died when I was two years old. My mom, she just tells me the story, but I have a first memory of being in a hospital. And so, And my first thoughts is like, where's my mom? And I knew I wasn't little because I could stand up and like reach my head, like kind of reach the top of those little rails. So I know I wasn't a baby in the hospital. Clearly, I don't really remember anything from being a baby. Um, But uh, and that's a whole nother story, because I believe that my soul didn't enter my body. The soul that I have now didn't enter my body until after I had that little near death moment. Um, But I was diagnosed with a heart disease called Kawasaki. And yes, spelled like the motorcycle. And you can look it up and find out. But it's a heart um, problem. Um, My blood pressure is naturally very, very low, like very low. Um, Anyway, so two years old, almost died. Um... I didn't grow up like ghetto, you know what I mean? Like I didn't grow up um, povertist or whatever. Like my mom, she made eighty-five, ninety thousand $90,000 a year. My grandparents, they had money. Great grandparents owned a whole freaking town pretty much, you know, as far as I know. Um, 
everyone has money and property. So I was always well taken care of. I always had everything I wanted. You know, I wasn't like one of those kids that always just asked and asked for stuff all the time, you know, but anything I ever did ask for, I had. Um, my dad was around in my life for a minute, you know, but him and my mom, they kind of, you know, y'all know how that mom and daddy, baby, daddy, baby, mama beef go, you know, um, so, you know, I was kind of turned against my dad a little bit, like typical, you know, so-called black mother, so-called black daughter and father type shit. You know, and I'm not on here just to bash my mom or talk about her because I'm sure if she listens, she's going to be like, hey, you go talking about me again. But no, Sabrina, I ain't talking about you. I'm just telling my story. OK, it's the truth now. So don't be mad. All right. If you if you hear this. OK, but I'm going to talk about it because it's my story, too. So anyway, um, uh, so yeah um let's see was in private schools most of my school life okay so you know i had private education tutors and all that stuff i was always in like um programs and engineering camps and always doing all types of stuff and activities to learn because I love 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 to learn. I love to read, I love to write, I love art, I love um anything that has to do with mental stimulation. Like I'm with that shit. Okay. Um you know, as a teenager, I kind of, I was started going to public schools, probably like junior high school. So around that time and getting into that teenager phase, I became rebellious because I asked a lot of questions and no one really gave me answers, you know. And I'm going to tell y'all the first time that my trust in humanity was broken. I was six years old and I had just got picked up from daycare. And at school, one of the kids had told me that Santa Claus wasn't real. And I kind of was hurt by that because like my family, they was one of them families that like played up the whole event, like write letters to Santa, make cookies, put the cookies on the thing. When you wake up, the milk be drunk and the cookies be ate. And every day up in, in December, up until Christmas, you got a little stuff from the elves. Y'all can't see my quotes in your stocking. Like my family, my whole family was on that. The whole mother side of my family, my dad, not so much, but my mom's side of the family, they was big on that. And like my granddad, like, okay, say for instance, you got in trouble, right? My mama be like, oh, I'm going to call Santa Claus and tell him you you fucked up. And then, you know, she would call my granddad and he would use his Santa Claus voice and talk to you, you know, to get you to act right or whatever. So when I found out that Santa Claus wasn't real and the Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy all on the same day now. OK, and the Easter Bunny was a big deal for me because I always got little presents from the Easter Bunny. The Tooth Fairy shit was real because I always got money under my pillow. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like, these are things that I held dear and then I you know had a big imagination so I'm believing that you know this some real shit you feel me like yeah okay I'm a kid whatever you know but still like when I found out all that shit was fake on the same day like the only thing I had to say was like the whole family been lying to me you know and that shit hurt more than anything y'all I'm talking about six years old I'm hurting like this you know like feeling betrayed and after that I was like fuck the truth like I'm not telling the truth no more y'all adults keep telling me not to lie and y'all fucking lie to me and then try to say you lied in the spirit of good fun like come on now bro come on you know um also to rewind a little bit like maybe the year before that I was uh, sexually molested I'm gonna say that I don't like to call it that because uh, it's a whole nother kind of story but you know it was inappropriate behavior going on on my dad's side of the family okay with the cousins and family members etc um, but I'll get into that on another show because my thoughts on that topic is real controversial and I know it triggers a lot of motherfuckers to hear about things like that. So I'm going to just wean y'all into my controversialness, you know.
people on Facebook already know that's where I be at. Okay, or Elisa Moore is my Facebook page, or Odessa Lewis Bay. Um, I have a Facebook group where I be dropping my controversial gems and just talking and you know, um, fellowshipping. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call it with my fellow sisters is for ladies only. Okay. My group on Facebook. Um, but yeah, like, okay. So I told y'all about the trauma with the learning about the lies and how I said I'm going, okay. Teenagers. Right. So the rebellion kind of kicked in. Like I started actually having vaginal sex at 13. Um, you know, and I wasn't really, it was like extra hyped up. I'm like, oh, that's it. So I kind of chill for a little bit, but in my back of my mind, I'm like, I got to find somebody with more skills to kind of do this with. And so, you know, older dudes, that's kind of my thing, you know? So I was 14 messing with a 19 year old dude, you know, and that's kind of when like, oh, <laughs> this is what sex is and he was performing cunnilingus and etc you know so my little 14 year old body was like oh shit you know with the pleasure or whatever so oh and it's 11 11 on my clock that's how i know i'm supposed to be doing this <laughs> anyway um you know, and you know, I mean, it's a typical teenage rebellion. Like I was not coming home for like days at a time, skipping school, but still making good grades because all my teachers knew I was smart. I was on student government. Everybody just knew who I was. So I was like one of those popular kids, you know, from what I know, like shit, I'm 30 now. So far as I know, that's just how the fuck it went when everybody know who your name is, you know, whatever. Um, uh, let's see straight after high school, I went into the military. Now I had full scholarships to go to school. I just chose not to go to school. Like I was tired of school. I had been through all the fucking math that you could math, you know, like advanced trig is where I stopped. And I was like, I'm not doing this math shit no more because it doesn't make any sense to me now. Um, you know, and I knew I didn't want to fucking go to school. I really was. I wanted to work, but um, my mom, she signed me up kind of for the military before I knew I was really signed up. So I really ain't really had no choice. But I thank her every day because it's the best thing she could have ever done for me was sign me up for the military um, because I'm taken care of the rest of my life. You know, I don't ever have to worry about working ever again, you know, and that's the great part um no I'm not in the service anymore I stayed in for a little while did my time um got in some legal trouble with the police went to jail end up getting put out not as a dishonorable discharge but I did get put out um and I have been to prison I've sat in jail for months at a time I've been in jail quite a few times for more than a month at a time I did a year in prison um, for witnessing a crime and not snitching, <laughs> okay? Um, you know, and I have other uh, <laughs> felonies, let's put it like that. And I'll kind of talk more with you guys about that because that's one of them stories with my mom. And I'm not going to get too deep into it until you know. Maybe another the next episode or something. I don't know. But, um, yeah, so what kind of pushed me into spirituality was sitting in jail. You know, I was always kind of, I was raised Christian, of course, but my family was never like, forces us to go to church you know what I'm saying like we went for the holidays they would always ask you know oh, y'all want to go to church you know but it wasn't never a oh you gotta go to church you know what I'm saying or oh, you better come to church like it was never that it was always options you know so I always had that space to build my own relationship with God you know my mom she never pushed me to get baptized or none of that you know even in Catholic schools and I wanted to get baptized but she was like hey make sure if that's what you want to do then 
you know, you got to study and you got to know and woot woot. So I opted not, <laughs> you know, to get baptized or whatever. So I've never officially been deemed a Christian, but um, I have, uh, you know, had my share of church shit um, or whatever. Hold on, I'm about to walk in on my husband snoring. Y'all heard that, but he's sleep, so I ain't want. I don't be wanting to wake him up, cause he just be so peaceful when him sleeping. He's so cute when him sleeping. Anywho, so <clears throat> in jail, um, I read the Bible. Well, in prison, I read the Bible back to front, front to back, and back to front again. Cause I mean, what else you gonna do sitting in prison, right? And, you know, I had lots of questions and I didn't really understand. I was going to the different little church groups or whatever. But I just, something in my spirit was just like, nah, you know, you're going to need this later on. But right now, this ain't what you need. Okay. But I did pray a lot and I did see, like, I did see things happen. You know, like I was supposed to have been in jail for five years. Okay. And I only ended up doing a year, you know, magically the laws changed and my sentence got lowered, you know, but I remember praying for that. You know, I remember asking to get out of there sooner. I remember praying for, you know, just not to be there. Like it sucks in prison. Like, trust me, this is not where y'all trying to go. Okay. Like I have fun, but. It, I'm not trying to be there for the rest of my life. Like, I know people who's in prison now for the rest of their life. Like, can't ever get out. And that shit is just not something that I wanted. You know, it's not at all what I want. So, after I got out of prison and I linked up with um, my ex... He kind of like was putting me on to like some different type of spiritual shit and we watch Hidden Colors together and now all of a sudden I'm pro-black like yes, black people run the world and melanin and hotep aren't wearing, you know, Kunta Kente cloth dashiki buying like that was me. Okay, all day go hard in the paint with this black people shit. Okay, my people, we the first people and we magical, mystical motherfuckers. And now I know it because I done seen it on Hidden Colors. That was me. Okay. Um, and I don't know where, how I dug deeper into occult science. Oh, yes, I do. So let's fast forward a little bit from 2014 and go to 2015. So me and my ex, we having some issues and he didn't try to kill himself because we was trying to break up. And like, it was one of them toxic ass relationships. Like we love each other so much when we good, it's all good. But when it's bad, now we want to die in Romeo Juliet style type shit you know like that shit sound cute but fucking trying to kill yourself is not fucking cute and i tried that shit okay i was by myself at the time you know and i took like 75 pills okay and i don't know if y'all seen that show nip tuck right <laughs> but i watched that show <laughs> and it's an episode i know i'm this is serious probably shouldn't be laughing but fuck the shit funny to me and it's my damn life so i'm gonna laugh at the shit because i tried it and it works so it was an episode when like the tall blonde doctor i don't know their names i just remember watching the show right it was the short dark hair one who he was um the dude he was um he was on uh charmed right and then the other tall weird dude so he dissecting the old lady head right and he had a friend who was sick and she was trying to kill herself so the old lady and she had asked him to help her you know because he was a doctor and he was like on the fence so the old lady head that he was dissecting like told him the remedy like tell her drink some milk so her stomach don't um retch or whatever so i drank a little bit of milk and i took all these fucking 
pumpkin peels, like a mix of like Vicodins and Percocets. And I had a couple Roxy's, I think, some Oxycodone. Like I took a whole bunch of different shits, muscle relaxers, a whole bunch of different shit. Okay, and then I put like this plastic bag over my head because that's what it said in the movie to put the plastic bag over your head after you drink the milk and take all the pills and just breathe, you know. And so I remember, I mean, yeah, so I remember like the moments before I passed out. Okay, I remember saying to myself, God, if you real, show me the truth, right? And so when I woke up, I was in a hospital. Okay, but I heard like that, that sound. That's what woke me up. And I sat up and I'm looking around and this doctor's rushing past me, rushing past me. I'm like, what the fuck going on? I'm right here. And I turns around and I see myself lying dead on the fucking hospital bed. And I'm shocked. Okay, like, oh my God, I'm fucking dead. (laughs) You know, like... I'm I'm tripping the fuck out, okay? But a voice was like, you asked for this, remember? And so I was like, hmm. And I got calm. And I, as I'm calming down, I'm floating up, like, over top of my body. I see myself there, the doctors. I see them trying to resuscitate me. I go through the roof. I'm looking at the top of the hospital. I'm looking at all the scenery around me. Up, 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 up into the sky I'm going. And then all of a sudden, it's nothing but darkness, right? And I'm like, I feel like fear welling up in my body, okay? And it's like, y'all know how I feel when you get scared. And I'm like, feel like I'm about to get scared. And then all of a sudden, I was like, nah. I was like, I ain't scared of this shit. You know, I was like, I'm not afraid. You know, and I feel like I said it out loud, but it was like inside my body. I don't know. I don't know how to explain, but I hope it makes sense to y'all. So soon as I said that, a light appeared and I was like magnetized towards the light. You know, like I didn't walk toward it. It was like it came towards me, but it got bigger and warm and bright and I couldn't even see so I kind of like squished my eyes up a little bit because it was so fucking bright and then when I blinked and opened my eyes my great-grandmother she was standing in front of me and she had passed away like some years before this okay but she was standing in front of me and she had her arms held out and at first it was just me and her there and like this beautiful fucking scenery it's like mountains and hills and grass and colors and and it was like I could hear like music but voices like musical voices I don't know and if you've ever I don't know if you've ever tried like LSD okay then you may understand what I'm talking about or mushrooms you may understand what I'm talking about but it was like the sound was like I could feel it. It was like music, but it was people's voices, okay? Like, I could hear talking, but it just sounded like an orchestra, okay? That's the best way I can explain it, okay? And, you know, I just fell into her arms, and I started crying, and I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe I killed myself, and she's just rubbing my back, and then all of a sudden, I feel all these hands on me, and it's like... Everybody's singing and talking to me like, oh, it's all right. You're okay. You're safe now. It's okay. You're good. And it's like I look around and I'm seeing like my homegirl who passed away when I was 16. I see like just a bunch of people, like older people that I feel like I should know, you know, younger people. I feel like I should know, but they face familiar. But I don't know. It just I know I didn't know everyone there but it felt like I did you know it was a very familiar calming you know just experience okay and so once I calmed down my great-grandmother she explained to me that she's my guide you know on the other side and she's explaining to me we walking down this road and she's explaining to me that you know I'm it's not my time yet you know she said but Because I asked to see the truth, she got permission to show me the truth, right? So she starts showing me how nothing on earth is what it seems like. Like everything is just an illusion, a projection. You know, it's like she starts showing me that 
molecules could change. It was like we went to like this little pool, you know, like um, if y'all seen Harry Potter and the pensive little bowl okay it was like that but i was looking into it and she was showing me like molecules just changing from a leaf to a frog to a person to a chair to she just showed it to me and it's like i understood what i was looking at but i literally cannot explain to y'all what it all meant like i know that it was showing me that you know, our brains perceive things as we are taught to see them. But when you remove the indoctrination on your mind, you start to see things differently. Okay. And that's kind of the, the essence of the experience that I got, you know, and we walking down this road and she's showing me just different life like trees they light up when we walk past and the air like I can see it like a smile just caress past me you know it was just so beautiful I got goosebumps kind of re reminiscing on this you know um and I was shown like a lot of a lot of truth on that side you know a lot of truth about my feelings you know that they are just temporary that I don't have to choose to act on them or hold on to the feelings you know and that was a big thing for me like I was really 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 depressed for a long time I hated myself I hated my life I hated the fact that I had kids I hated the fact that I had responsibilities I hated the fact that we had to work to pay to live on a free ass planet you know and that shit was heavy on me I hated the fact that I felt like I didn't have no one to talk to about the thoughts inside my head I hated the fact that everybody said I was crazy or that I was too aggressive or you know I just had all these fucked up opinions about everyone's opinion of me I had all these fucked up feelings about everyone's opinions of me you know, my self-esteem was fucked up. Like, yeah, I knew I was a boss and I had money and I could do this and I could do that. But at the end of the day, all I wanted was love. All I wanted was to know that somebody was there for me, that I didn't have to always be the one for everybody else, you know? And that shit drove me like literally crazy, <laughs> you know, feeling that rage constantly raging inside constantly emotional inside feeling like I can't cry and just having all these emotional outbursts you know it was fucked up but I was shown on the other side like that I am meant to be here that people need me here that it's my choice to be here that I chose to come here that I've been here a thousand times and I've mastered the earth realm I was shown that and that this time I'm put into an earth sign so that I can physically see myself in the boss position or the God like position. See that I can manifest. OK, this is what I learned on my on the other side, you know, and I was given a choice if I wanted to stay dead and move on to the next incarnation and lose all of the knowledge that I had accumulated over my centuries of coming back to earth and studying in this earth school, or if I wanted to come back and I still didn't really know. So she showed me the future, both futures, right? She showed me the future of me um, choosing to die and come back on another incarnation. And it was nothing but death and destruction and fire. Like all the apocalypse movies, how they show you everything just fucked up. That's what I've seen. They showed me my firstborn son killing himself. My second born son, I got twins. Okay. So the second twin killing other people, you know, I saw they rage consume them. You know, and I was like, oh, no, I don't want that, you know, and the opposite of me choosing to stay like I saw myself a wealthy old lady with a bunch of kids and, you know, having political status. And, you know, I saw that it wasn't going to be easy, but 
the payoff was going to be worth it in the end, you know? And when I saw that, I chose to come back, you know? But before I came back, I was asked if I wanted to see who God was. And who the hell not going to take an opportunity to see God? You feel me? I was like, yes. So kind of at the end of this path, there was a big ass brick house. And it had two pillars in the front, okay? And like a wing on one side and a wing on the other side and like, three floors, two, three floors up. Okay. And we walked in this house and it had the checkerboard floors and it had like that winding staircase. Like, I don't, um, I'm trying to think of the movie, but it's like the movies that have like the winding staircase. They wind up one side and they wind up the other side. And there's like a balcony up at the top, like a loft type shit up at the top. And I saw myself standing there. And I was like giant, huge. And I had long ass locks and it was gray and it was like touching the ground. And I had this look on my face, looking at myself like, hmm, yeah, you didn't expect to see this, huh? And that shit shocked me. I was like, (gasps) and then I woke up, opened my eyes and I was back laying on the hospital bed with IVs all in my arms and tubes all down my wrists and shit. I mean, tubes all down my throat and shit you know, (laughs) and I was back, you know, and that shit literally changed my life. Like I started my locks up shortly after that. Um, and I just put myself on a mission to heal. You know, I was like, I don't know what the fuck I need to do, but whatever the fuck I need to do, I got to do it so I can fucking grow and I can heal and I can live to my potential that I know I'm here to achieve so I can fulfill my mission. And that's what propelled me into spirituality. Dying for four minutes. Doctor said I was out for four minutes. That shit felt like days, like weeks I was dealing with this shit, (laughs) you know, going through the spirit realm. That's what it felt like some weeks. Okay. Um, You know, and after that, like I started meeting people like I met this dude who was a GD and he started breaking down day sciences to me about the planets and astrology and the Kabbalah. And I was just so interested, so interested in like the way he just made pictures happen, like it activated me some kind of way. Like I was um, contacted, I'm going to say the best word by this lady And it's like she came out of a portal in my wall, in my room. And it was like, okay, like, um, Dr. Dr. Strange little portals. It was like that, except it wasn't orange. It was like golden. And she came in and I can't, I can't tell y'all if I was asleep. I don't, I feel like I was in that lucid dream state, you know, like halfway sleep, halfway up. But I know my eyes was open and I was looking at the wall and I seen the shit happen. And she came and she had like, she looked like um, how Erica Badu looked in that Didn't You Know video, how she had that long head joint on, but it was her actual head. In the, vi- in, in the video, it wasn't her head, but in my vision, that's exactly what it looked like. That long ass cone shaped head, all white body outfit, legs was thick as hell, you know, and she like looked like a person, but... I could definitely tell it wasn't a person. And she reached out to me and I remember reaching my hand out and I touched her hand and it was like, we here for you. And I kind of like snapped out of it a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Woke up and this shit was gone. But ever since these little experiences, I've been like, yeah, I know I'm, I got some spiritual rank or I got some folks watching me on the other side. Like I had confidence in that. You know, um, and I just started digging. Like I started learning about occult science, esoteric science, you know, that's what I started learning about first. And then I went back to my mom's house after shit just fell apart where I was at. You know, I kind of was like, fuck all this shit. I'm just going to go back home 
went back to my mom's house and that's when I started learning and well I got on Facebook like learning about the spiritual side of Facebook I guess I found the spiritual side of Facebook and I started learning about like African traditional religions Orishas and voodoo and hoodoo and all that you know and I did my little experiments but in the back of my mind I'm like "Mm, it gotta be more because I'm seeing all this other stuff but I'm not really understanding it and I'm not really big on this deity worship, you know, because that's too much like Christianity to me. Like, that's what the fuck they got, them saints and Jesus and all that. And I'm not saying it's not real and I'm not knocking nobody choice of whatever. However, I know now that you either believe that you are God or you believe that God is outside of you. And if you believe that God is outside of you, then you are practicing some type of slave religion you know and to me i mean that just what it is folks ain't gonna want to hear it i don't give a damn you calling on somebody else to help you when you have all the capability to help yourself if you choose to put that work and focus into yourself our bodies are naturally made to heal and find solutions you know and so I feel like using a deity or so-called ancestors is like the only is is the easy way out, you know. And I tried it for myself. It ain't like I just talking shit for some shit I didn't try. I tried it myself. I talked to um, Baba Lowell's and Palo My Own Bays and whatever else they call. You know what I'm saying? Like I've talked to all these people and I've asked them questions, and no one can seem to answer the question that if these deities are inside of you, why are they personified? You know, why do they have personified names if they're parts of your body? Why wouldn't they just be called the parts of your body? Why wouldn't the names of these deities be translated to the different parts of your body? And nobody liked them type of questions. So that's how I knew it was some Christian type shit that the Caucasians came up with us for us in order to further enslave our minds into that shit. And I saw confirmation of that when American Horror Story had Baron Samedi as Papa Legba. And I'm like, yeah, this how I know they controlling the fucking narrative of what they want the so-called black people to study and learn and, and energy they want so-called black people to to feed into. They don't want people feeding into astrology and numerology and sacred geometry because that's what they use to control everyone um and so that's why i start studying it and digging into it gnosticism and occult sciences and esoteric masonry you know learning about the spirit within the body how our body conducts the spirit Okay, and I learned this through our nervous system and our endocrine system, and that it's um, controlled by the limbic system. Okay, and your 12 cranial nerves, which correlate to the 12 zodiac signs or the 12 tribes of Judah or whatever you want to call it. Okay, but y'all know 12, everything that go with 12, go with the 12 cranial nerves and the seven holes on your face. Okay, which pick up your the senses all right and i'll get more into that on other episodes that i have planned and written out you know some talking points so i'm not just all over the place like i am with this one but this is just the introductory introductory podcast where i'm just giving you guys my story okay telling you all about me to see if anyone else can relate and if you guys like it then i'll come back and talk about some more stuff okay all right so where was i at okay so I pretty much put myself on a self-initiation journey, okay? And yes, I am initiated into um, other fraternities, okay? Um, I identify as a Moorish American, and Zodiac Masonry is my culture. So that is that, okay? And I'm self-initiated into that as well, Um and still internationally recognized as such. Um, but that's another story too. And I'll talk about that experience a little bit more. 
Um, as we go forward, no, I am not an Eastern star. I am a Mason. Okay. Um, ancient and primitive Egyptian, right? Most people will call that irregular, but that's cool. I'm not going to get into no arguments with anyone about it. If you know, then you know. And that's all I'm a, that's where I'm going to leave it at. Okay. I got videos on TikTok and shit on Facebook explaining and telling. So I'll come back and tell y'all on this here one of these days. Okay. All right. But today is not that day. Today we're just talking about me and my story. And so pretty much because I learned that, um, you know, black people are not really citizens and have no rights for real. They state citizens, um, and have no federal protection. That is why, um, cops are able to kill us in the street. Why defects can come and just take your kids. Um, and I know that personally, um, and that's another story. Um, you know, because we are wards of the state, we property of the state. If you look at your birth certificate at the top of it, it has the name of the state, you know, and your name in all caps and all caps name is um, Roman law. If I'm not sh- if I'm not mistaken, um, ends legis, which means that you are a creature at law. OK. And so. You know, that's just kind of what I learned and that's what I've been seeing. A lot of people get it mixed up with that straw man shit, but the straw man shit is for the European salvation, not for the Asiatic salvation. We have more science. Prophet Noble Drew Ali brought that over here for us. Um, Dr. Charles Mosley Bay continued it on. Um, There's a lot of other different legit moors out there, but... Um, as far as Moorish organizations, I know there's only two that are lawfully recognized, okay, to do commerce. Now, if you don't understand what that means, then go on and get your dictionary and start looking it up. I will get more into it later on, but this is not the time for all of that because it's a lot to explain, a lot to understand. I've been studying this for five years and I'm just now really getting a full understanding of it for over the past two years. Okay. So damn sure I ain't going to try to explain it to y'all in 10, 15 minutes. Okay. It's too much. And I'm not going to be on here for hours explaining. Okay. But long story short is that you are state property and <clears throat> We don't even know, you know, so yeah, that's, there's that. Um, but my goal is to develop a community outside of capitalism. Like I know there's not really too much escaping capitalism. However, I do feel that if we teach our children something other than what we learn, if we grow our own food, if we produce our own energy, if we fund our own technology, if we become self-sustainable, then we won't really need, um, you know, their schools and their education and their health care and their society's remedy for their people you know now we can still dib and dab in the money to provide for ourselves because it's always a way to have whatever you want oh excuse my french <laughs> excuse my yarn um but uh yeah that's what I want to do. You know, I'm looking for people with like minds who ready to study the law, who ready to understand what all it takes to be self-sufficient. You know, to me, generational wealth is a sustainable lifestyle. Money is not always going to be here. Okay. Yeah, we know gold and silver and copper is always going to have value, but we don't really know how it's going to be valued. You know, we don't know how things are going to change. But what we do know is that this Christian society is falling. This Roman Christian society is falling. 
okay? It's falling. And if there's no food at grocery stores, how are you going to eat? You know, if clothing stores shut down, how are you going to have clothes? How are you going to have shoes? Are you going to fight and die for basic human needs? I don't feel like that is the remedy. You know, there's going to be a lot of people that fight and die over this shit. But I'm me and my people like I don't see us dealing with that, you know. And if you're one of those people that feel like me and looking for more people to connect and build with on that level, like come through, holla at your girl, join all my shit follow all my pages like hit me up i'm not one of them like stuck up type people who don't like talking to people now i don't waste my time know that don't come asking me a million fucking questions and think i gotta answer all of them for free like you might get one or two free questions about me but i do do this for a living if you go to all my pages you will see my reviews of people i help and people i mentor and people i teach all the time this is not something i just do for free okay i do not work i stopped working in 2015 and i have not looked back since okay my income comes from the military and from my businesses so i don't time is money you know i always take donations that's my favorite love language i'm a capricorn sun aquarius moon scorpio rising so Y'all already know that Capricorn Sun don't play no games about them dollars. You hear me? But the Aquarius Moon in me is a humanitarian and loves to help and be there for people and help people grow. But I'm only interested in helping motherfuckers who are interested in investing and helping their stuff. Okay, face change ain't no robbery. I do barter and trade with people um, who have products. You know, if you need services or whatever, like, I do shit like that. You know, I like to help when I can, how I can. So, yeah, there's that. Um, And, I mean, that's pretty much it. Like, I'm an open book. Like, if you have any questions or whatever, I don't know how you would ask the fucking question. But, I guess when I figure it out, I can have people ask their questions and you know, come on, or I can answer little questions, or I guess if I figure out how to put this on YouTube, I don't fucking know, I ain't got it all together, but I wanted to just get this one episode out, see how it does, see how y'all like it, and you know, that's just what it <laughs> so I think what I'm gonna do is give y'all all my information again, um, I'm going to be posting this on Facebook and I don't know, maybe TikTok. I don't know. I'm going to figure it out, though. I'm going to figure out how to post it and all of that. Um, And y'all come back maybe next week. I don't know. I might get bored one night this week and do some more talks. But, um, yeah, I hope y'all enjoyed this. I hope y'all got to know me a little bit better. Um, and, uh, follow me on Facebook, Aura Elisa Moore, O-R-A space, capital A-L-Y-S-A space, capital M-O-O-R-E. That's my, um, character page. I'm gonna put it like that. I'll be talking shit on there. Um, my personal page is Odessa Lewis Bay, O D E. As in Echo S S A Lewis L E W I S Bay B E Y. Um, and I have a group called Rise of the Goddess. My TikTok is at sign Moabitis357. Um, my Instagram, I believe, is the same thing. One of my Instagrams, the other one is Divine Goddess Aura, I think, and Divine is spelled with a Y. I think there's a dot in between goddess and aura and then an underscore. I don't know, something like that. A dot between divine and goddess and then an underscore aura. So divine with the Y, D-I-V-Y-N-E dot goddess underscore aura 
I think that's it for one of them. And then the other one is Moabitis357. Um, same as my TikTok. Um, and this is going to be called Keeping It Real with Mama OD. Okay, that's going to be the name of this podcast. Keeping It Real with Mama OD. Because that's what I'm always going to do. Keep it motherfucking one hundred. Okay, because there's a bunch of spiritual leaders out here just lying to folks. And just uh pandering folks for their money i'm not one of them people who are out here just for the money like i genuinely want to help people and like i have to remind myself that so many people will take advantage of you if you have shit for free so i don't do free shit no more <laughs> i used to all the time and it drained me so much so yes i do get paid for what i do you know for extent like if you want me to focus on you and your problems you're gonna have to pay me you feel what i'm saying that's just what it is you know however i'm genuinely here to help you know and i love helping people and i want and i seek to build long-term relationships with clients i'm not looking for just customers i'm looking for clients people that constantly come back to me and they trust me and we have a relationship where they know that i'm going to make sure you get what you need because that's what i do and i've been doing this since i was in high school being the one who has the reliable information being the one you can come to for whatever that's always been me so that's what it is and i hope y'all enjoyed this i'm finna get the fuck up out of here and go check my tiktok and post this around and see what y'all think you know let me know give me some feedback you know a little something i'm gonna try to come back and um you know drop some gems talk about some shit you know i'm gonna figure out a little system on how i'm gonna get everything i want to talk about into each episode you know have little segments or whatever um but yeah, if no one else tells you, you a motherfucking boss and you got this, okay? And if don't nobody else love you out there, I do, baby. I don't even got to know you to love you. If people can hate for no reason, I can love for no reason, right? To me, that's the best reason ever because just because I can, you know? And lots of hugs and love and kisses and all that. And I hope y'all have a good one. Bye.